You're listening to SBS News. Wind. Rain. And fire are the soundtrack of Australia's climate crisis. A new report by the Climate Council from the last four years shows 80% of people surveyed have experienced some form of disaster and more than half have faced mental health challenges as a result. Labelled climate trauma, the organisation surveyed 2,000 people in a bid to analyse the growing toll of weather disasters on the well-being of Australians. It details how, since 2019, countless homes have been destroyed by floods and fires and thousands of people have been displaced. Simon Bradshaw from the Climate Council explains that these extreme weather events have had a major effect on the well-being of communities around the country. If we continue as we are, then we are setting ourselves up for an almost unimaginable, unsurvivable future. We know that the impacts of climate change, the consequences of our past inaction, are really being felt in impacts upon our mental well-being, upon the fabric of our communities, and it really provides an incredibly strong imperative and reason to be working much harder to drive down Australia's emissions, to move us away from fossil fuels, and also to be listening to communities on the front lines about what sort of support they need. The report also found that the long wait for insurance claims and the rising cost of premiums has also added to the disaster trauma. A third of people say they are struggling to afford payments. One in five reported having no insurance. One in 20 were told they cannot be insured. And a similar amount had their claims refused. 72-year-old Verena Hunt is one of those people who have struggled with insurance. Her home in the Northern Rivers region of New South Wales was flooded a year ago and she hasn't been able to return since. She says her place is still unlivable and she's still waiting for her insurance claim to be complete. My house was filled with mud, sewage, toxic waste. When we talk about mental health issues, my major mental health issues, apart from the fact that I have PTSD from the event, has actually happened because I've had no no actual help from my insurer. My house is empty, it's gutted, it has nothing in it. Um, I can't live there. And so it's deteriorating. It has been deteriorating for a year now. There is nothing happening. And my lease is about to run out. And so I'm going to be homeless because I don't have any more money. The report also outlines that those in regional and rural areas are more likely to be affected by flooding and are also more likely to face difficulty accessing mental health services. Rachel Green, the CEO of SANE, a national mental health organisation, is calling for a health and climate plan to be put in place. There's a compounding issue at stake here where those are the areas where there's less access to mental health support, where people face the greatest barriers due to geography and often due to uh, you know, income pressure. And so it's a perfect storm, if you like. I'm concerned about you know, intergenerational trauma effects from major disasters that occur in a region and a community to families over extended periods of time. We're now you know, seeing that come to bear, where there isn't enough recovery time in between. And the cost of these to the community, to the economy, is placing so much pressure that I am concerned about the ability of 
you know, our, our government to provide mental health services to meet the need. The federal government has set an emissions reduction target of 43% by 2030. But the Climate Council says that must be accelerated to 75% in the same time frame in order to secure a livable future. Danielle Robertson, SBS News.